Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. This is Amanda Hirsch from the Not Skinny But Not Fat podcast. You might know me from Not Skinny But Not Fat on Instagram, where I spend my time talking about reality TV, celebrities, everything happening, and pop culture every Tuesday, okay? I also talk to some of our favorite celebs and reality TV stars. We talk about what's going on. Tune in every Tuesday and just feel like you're talking with your best friends in your living room. You guys, I am so excited because I have the queen herself and not of England, but of what? Of the of the world, of the world of Bachelor Nation, Victoria Larson. Hi. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. My followers know that I've been a stan like from the beginning. I feel like you fluctuated. I saw one little thing that said like, or I heard it in a podcast. You're like, we all know she's the worst. But I was like, I thought you were a stan. Shut up. I did. <laughs> it's OK. I feel like, yeah, I heard it. What on my podcast or on another podcast? Yeah. No, okay. I'm OK. Sure well, I appreciate you calling me out because I <laughs> I, you know, I think a there's a lot of peer pressure. Like we have to be honest here, right? Because I agree with that. You did get a lot of like. It's human nature to have. I don't want to say a sheep mentality, but like it's human nature to kind of go with the popular opinion. And I got a lot of hate. So it kind of became like I was the hated one. But most so. okay. so if you guys don't know Victoria, she was on Matt James season of The Bachelor. For me. (laughs) Showed up on the throne with a crown. For me, that season was, and we'll put all the drama of the aftermath of the season aside, at least for now, that season for me was snoozy. Like, I'm sorry, but it was a lot of it was very boring. And you brought me life like your moments on there, like were so funny. Thank you. No, I tried even when we were filming and you know, this is something I was kind of thinking about that a lot of people going on a show now have seen like going forwards, like how I was like annihilated or whatever. So I feel like a lot of the girls going on were careful about what they said or do. They wanted to present themselves well. And like, yeah, I just wanted to have fun. Like it's a show. It, I wasn't taking it seriously. So I'm glad like you saw the humor in it because I mean, that's what it was. Were you trying to be funny or is that like who you are? I think I am funny. (laughs) (laughs) No, but in those moments, were you being like just your natural self or were you like, wait, this would be really funny if I, you know, said this thing or whatever? Yeah, I think absolutely. There's part of that where I would like push myself to be more outgoing because you're on a show. So it's like on Jersey Shore, you see Snooki, but then in real life, she's Nicole. So I think Matt is an amazing person. Like I definitely grew to appreciate him, but I didn't personally have like that romantic spark or that like physical chemistry. I didn't feel it. So I was just like, okay, let's bring the queen. Like, let's just have fun with it. That's kind of how it was for me. So let's talk about the queen because we saw, well, like, first of all, I didn't take it that seriously. I mean, I love calling you the queen for fun, but every person that comes on the show shows up with like a shtick. Like we had girls in, you know, penguin onesies and shit like that or shark costumes and whatever. So, I mean, we know that people come on the show, they do weird shit. They try to bring like their a game to the entrance. So I wasn't like, Oh my God, what does she think? But then when it kept on going, I was like, wait. And then there were rumors or even Serena Kerrigan, she actually posted oh. that she gave you 
confidence courses or something before The Bachelor? Yeah. So I did a confidence coaching session with SFK. (laughs) Because I think I was just exploring different avenues of how can I be my best self? You know, so I was looking at she was all over Instagram. So yeah, I contacted her and um, she's amazing. She's great. But yeah, that was like one session. But was it weird for you that she wait, did she actually tell you, though, you're a queen and then you took it to like, that's kind of what she made it sound. Is that did that feel weird? Isn't that like client, like patient? Trust, yeah. I don't yeah, know. Like her and I had chatted and she actually is like super amazing. And she was like texting me because I kind of had a meltdown after the first night. That was like when Twitter like blew up and first started making fun of me. She was amazing and was there for me. So she kind of did that video too, to like show people that like alliance with me. So like, I really appreciated that even if it came off some type of way. I think that was her sense of humor and that's who she is on her page. And like, she's actually super amazing. Yeah. So, but, but it wasn't like, you're not like, you're a normal girl who like knows what normal life is. And just to clear it up for anyone listening, you don't actually think. (laughs) Okay. Well, there's two sides to it. Like I will say I'm a normal girl. I an opportunity and wanted to live it up, but I've always worn tiaras on my birthday, like every, every year since I was like 18. So maybe that's like a screw loose, but I'm pretty normal. So I thought, so again, if I talk shit, it happens, but most yeah. of it, the time I was standing up for you and yeah, most you of were. the time I was like, say what you're going to say. And it was hard to stand up for you, Victoria, because people were calling you a bully. Like, And when it goes that dark, like then it becomes kind of like, wait, were we not taking this lightly? So I even then I wasn't calling you a bully. And even then I was like, well, wait, she made us laugh this whole snooze fest of a fucking season. (laughs) And the girl that she called a hoe. I even went on and said, I was like, what's her name? What was the girl you called a hoe? Ryan. Ryan. I was like. If I was me and I'm not a hoe, or even if I was a hoe, I'd be like, okay, like that wouldn't offend me. You know what I mean? I, yeah, I agree. And actually what happened was because there were five new girls, I called one of them a Puerto Rico and the other one a Chicago hoe. And then I said, Ryan's a hoe because she's a dancer. So it was in a joking way. Like it wasn't like, it was just me saying silly things because there was obviously no insult. And, you know, like you said too, like we had to look at it as like, okay, are we not taking this lightly? So I did, you know, look at it and going forwards, I'm going to be more careful with my words, but it wasn't malicious. It was just like catty and like a show. Like it was not- she really offended. Do you think was she like dancers are considered hoes? Was that a like, is that I'm more even interested in that than people asking if your behavior is real? Because like I said, like, yeah. I can't imagine no. being so offended by that. I, I mean, I can see that perspective because it's funny. I love how you like got at the women's tell all when I was kind of like, I love, oh my God, I love that part. You know, are you being a little sensitive? But it it was because it it was just a little like outrageous. Like Brittany, I felt like Brittany had more room to have had that type of reaction with Anna. Like that was a little serious. Our little thing was a little fleeting and it was kind of like, is she looking for that? Like just be upfront, who cares? camera time or whatever, you know, it's hard because I feel like that's something you can't say. And I feel like if everyone could just say that thing, you know, like you would like if everyone could just be like, you're trying to be on camera or you're trying to be on camera. So then no one would like it would just but but you can't break the fourth wall and you can't always, you know, put it out to the audience that this is a show at the end of the day. And it's not just this like journey to find love. I I really like, although that is why I cried at the women's hell all is because I feel like I was having fun with the show. And I really did feel that I could have 
had an opportunity to find love with Matt if I hadn't created this like antics for myself because yes, it's a show, but it's like these producers and these people putting on this show are giving up their own lives to go film for people to find love. Like I, I really do think there's true love that can be found in the situation because it's like a perfectly set situation for you to fall in love. So I don't know. It's both. You guys, sorry to interrupt, but I just wanted to tell you this episode of Not Skinny But Not Fat because, you know, supporting me means supporting my sponsors. And this episode is brought to you by Bright Cellars, which is a wine subscription box that pairs you with the wine that you're going to love because I know you bitches. You girls, you don't know what good wine is. You're like, oh, it's the on pom ping pom pom. You don't freaking know, okay? So whether you're new to the world of drinking wine or you've been drinking wine for years, we point to the cheap one on the menu or to the like name that we've heard a thousand times, but we don't actually know wine. Bright Cellars pairs you with the unique wines using their crazy accurate algorithm. So you take a quiz, you let the wine magic happen, and they'll pair you with six wines that fit your taste profile. Whenever I go to a restaurant with a friend, I order wine. I'm like, I want it to be like minerally and like wettery. Like, I don't even know how to describe what I like. So this quiz will make you answer those questions and then pair you with six wines that fit your taste profile. Okay. So Bright Cellars is the wine subscription service that helps you find the wines you love without the intimidation, like I said, of pointing to the cheap one on the menu or like asking the waiter, like, is it like winey? And like not knowing a quiz online, nobody knows you'll get paired with wine that will suit you and what uh, you want to drink. Okay. So it'll pair you with wines that you love. The quiz is seven quick questions and, 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 and most importantly, they're offering you 50% off for the first six bottle order. That is insane in the freaking membrane, you guys. So for not skinny, but not fat listeners, that's 50% off for your first six bottles. Okay. From bright sellers. So you go to brightsellers.com slash not skinny. That's bright sellers. That's spelled bright B R I G H T sellers, C E L L A R S dot com backslash not skinny. So no promo code here. So just the the website, you go to it, brightsellers.com backslash not skinny and you get 50% off of your first six bottle order. You guys get to know what wine you love, be wine savvy and get it for, you know, 50% off. I love when bachelor nation couples succeed. That's what pissed me off about the finale is like, yeah. Even before the um, after the final rose, I just mean about him not wanting to get engaged. Like I watch this show at the end of the day. Do I make fun of it a little bit? Yes. Do I love recapping it? Yes. But I do love when people find love and I love when these couples get together. If it's right from the show or if it's in paradise or if it's. But I do you think that you fucked up the chance of you continuing on the franchise or do they still like you like in in that I- like. I think they love me. Oh, <laughs> no, I don't oh think God. I fucked up with the franchise. I just went with my shot with Matt, but then mm. that's where I have to get back into my own head and be like, okay, no, you didn't have like the physical chemistry with him. Like, remember that. Cause w- with any like relationship, you are kind of like, oh, you know, you get more hopeful at the end and you're like, what did I do that took me out of it or whatever? But no, I just went with my chance with Matt, but definitely I love the franchise still. Did you get any like sliders into your DMs from Bachelor Nation? Not really. No. Shut up. I don't believe you. You're a liar. (laughs) I'm not a liar, but I'm like, I honestly can't remember their names, but I think some of uh, someone tagged me in like a salad thing. And I like chit chatted with some of them and then on like clubhouse, but I I, they're not like embedded in my head. Who is it? I don't know. Was anyone nice to you when this was going on from bachelor nation being like, Hey, like you're getting like shit right now. It's okay. Like, did you feel any support from like people in the franchise? Actually, I felt the opposite. Like that part was kind of hard. Cause even like Ashley, I was like shitting on me a bit 
all of them were like, oh, this weirdo girl. And it's kind of like, all right, you guys have been through it. So, but now actually like I met Amanda. Oh, oh, Santin, Santin, Santin. Yes. So I met her out in Beverly Hills. She was really sweet. And then I actually just started watching Bachelor in Paradise. So I reached out to Lace. I think she's hilarious and she seems so nice. So they've been sweet. Mm, yeah. Reached out to Lace. Is somebody getting prepared for? Uh, <laughs> no, no. I was just like, oh, you're so funny on this show. Like, but would you do Bachelor it. in Paradise, like Bachelor, whatever they're going to do for that? Um, I would love to find love. So, you know, I'll keep that door open if it happens. So I want to go back to your amazing moments because I'm sure you've heard me also imitating you. And if you does that feel weird if you hear someone imitating you? I feel like my whole life people have made fun of my voice. So that's not really anything new. I think that I talk like people don't get this because even I'll get some comments about my voice and either they'll say it's vocal fry and I'm like YouTube vocal fry because that's not what I have. I won't say my voice isn't annoying. I'll just say it's not vocal fry. And then I've I've seen other comments about my voice, too. They'll be like, she tries to talk like Kourtney Kardashian. And I'm like, yeah, I try to talk in a fun way, because if I talked not in a fun way, it wouldn't be fun. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. So, like you don't want to be monotone. Exactly. So do I sometimes like to be like, um, and like make voices and talk like that? Yeah. So I loved your I think the first thing that like you killed me, killed me, killed me was when, and I call her Sarah came for the right reasons, Trot. (laughs) Yeah, she was so there for the right reasons. Oh my gosh. And then she was going to leave and you went after her or something. And the way you like were sarcastically like, no, I know. Like, I don't know. I was just in that moment with you. I don't know what you were telling her. You're like, don't go. I don't know. But then when Sarah Wait, I came think in- I was being sincere there. That's so <laughs> like, I genuinely think I was like trying to be nice. <laughs> so, so, okay. So let's go to the moment when she came in the room. And this was a moment I, I even posted it to my feed. Like it was feed worthy. I fell in love with you. I'm like, she gets it. Like I was for days, like, your, your moment when Sarah came and I, I hate, I had, I got so angry with Sarah because I can't, she seems so long ago. It was like, she came on the show and I was recapping the first episode and I was like, here's a girl here for the right reasons, a journalist, a careerist, you know, like, and then the next episode I'm like, Mm. And then you find out all this shit that she has a boyfriend that she's like trying to be a model. She legit has a TikTok of like how I'm, did you see that TikTok of her? I saw that. It was so awkward to watch. Did you see when she went live with like those two alum and made the cake pops? Because that was so cringy. <laughs> with Noah, no? With that guy Noah? Yeah. No, I you didn't watch that. It. Oh no. my God. <laughs> that was just weird to watch. Like, I don't know. I know people who know her in LA and stuff. And I genuinely thought, because I met her night one and she's like, oh, I'm from LA. So I thought maybe I'd be friends with her. But just some things I've even heard through the grapevine. It's like, like she'll, I don't know. She's the girl that will like go for girls, boyfriends. Like she's not like, she's not a girl's girl. Like I'm actually a girl's girl. I would never do that. So like just certain things I've heard. I'm like, hmm, I don't know. So did you hear of her before or like after the show? No, after. Yeah. Oh, so, and Matt was like super into her, which was interesting. But anyway, you guys yeah, all remember. Oh, you're too much. He was like holding her by the hip. She's like, I'm leaving. Um, And it was hard to talk shit about that, too, because she does have, you know, her father is sick and everything. But I think then did you see that, like the woman, because here's the thing, too, like, of course. Absolutely. Like if your family's having something like I'm so sorry and like well wishes, but I saw people posting that, like she kind of used her dad and her dad wasn't even her dad was like embarrassed essentially was like the motive of it. So I don't know that whole thing. Yeah. That whole thing I saw. Yeah. Family friend even of theirs or something posted a tweet that was like, you know, it's so sad to see Sarah using this. And, and aside from that, like 
she said where her dad lived and that's if she's trying to make it in LA and living in LA, then that's not being a 24 hour caretaker. And I also like, I swear, like I am a nice person, but I don't lead with that. Like I don't lead with looking for sympathy and using that because I'm like, there's so many things about myself I could share that would get sympathy. And I just don't respect that to be honest. Like, you know? Yeah. I don't know. It just didn't make any sense to me really. No, it rubbed a lot of people. I'm, 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 I I know it sounds mean to say like, I'm happy that it's not in that way. I'm not happy that a lot of people saw through it, but if she would manage to get everyone kind of be like, Oh, and just like her because of that, that would have been annoying. So that's why I love that. Even though you didn't know in that moment, like all this shit, like, but she came in Victoria and she was like, you guys know my heart. And you just had a thing back to her. (laughs) But then now people are like, we don't know your heart. Like the whole internet has like spewed it against me. Use my own words against me. Mm. I know you're such a, which I want to talk about that, but, but anyway, you guys, if you want to see that moment, it's on my feed somewhere because I can, I'll go watch it right now. Like also, okay. So I love that on your feed. And Uh then I also loved when you posted my mugshot and the caption was Victoria's the gift that keeps on giving. Cause no, I think it's hilarious. And I have a hoodie. I'll gift to you. Keep on giving the gifts, but no, it was so funny because when that was coming out, it's just like, oh my God. Yeah. Like I look like a shit show right now. <laughs> but like, I, d- I didn't even care about that so much, you know, like, so you had a, yeah. like, I used to like steal shit all the time from stores. I didn't get caught. Though. Exactly. No, I mean, I don't know. I wasn't that embarrassed by it. That day was hard. Just getting like thousands of messages. Like you're a thief. It's like, okay. When I was 19, who hasn't stolen some beer and makeup? Oh my, I used to walk out of stores with things. Like I'd be like, let me try on this hat at Urban Outfitters. Oops. And like, oh, I walked out with it. NBD. So bad, but we, we've lived and learned. Okay, guys, if you follow me on Instagram, you already know that people admitted to me that they made babies using Woo More Play products. I get so many messages from my horny followers about Woo even after I've posted about it or talked about it on the podcast. So here I go again. And Woo, Woo More Play is a sexual wellness brand that I love because A, it's like sexy. It's not embarrassed. It's it's like the chicest way to talk about sexy to, you know, it's not like the little rabbit pink thing and sex in the city that Samantha um, like gifts. I don't know. Why do I remember that? That's like what I think of when I think of a vibrator anyway. But what I do love about Woo the most, like I said, is that their products are made from natural ingredients like uh, coconut oil, like beeswax, like stevia. You can feel so safe slathering up on Woo, like wherever you want to slather it up on. So I love their love oil, it's called, and it's made out of mostly coconut oil. Um, and that's kind of can be used as a lube. It can be used as a massage oil. My favorite product, because I don't use lube that often, are their freshies. I love their freshies. They're natural towelettes that you clean your vajay with. They're like baby wipes, but like for your vagina that are natural that are made out of great ingredients and that you could use whether you had a long day at the office and you couldn't shower or you went to hot yoga or you had sex or before you have sex. So I just love their products. Check them out. You guys go to woomoreplay.com slash discount slash not skinny for 20% off of your order. Or you could just use the code not skinny at checkout for 20% off woomoreplay. So again, that's 20% off. Either use code not skinny or you go to womoreplay.com slash discount slash not skinny. Both of those options give you 20% off. So anyway, when you you're I can't get enough of it. Like I would have watched a season of just like lines that you said, <laughs> like that you were just like. It was just amazing. I, I think every time I spoke about you on the show, it was just like, wait, but she said such amazing things. And 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 again, the bully, when, when it got so hardcore of like, Victoria's a bully, like, where do you think, what was the moment when it turned into like fun and funny 
or like, oh, she was a little, you know, catty or little to like bully. What was that? Like, yeah. No, I don't know. Like that was so bizarre, but like it started from night one. Cause even when I told that girl, oh, go talk to Matt. People were like, she's, she's mean for that. I'm like, that wasn't mean. Like, so it, it was a buildup of things that weren't mean that then it was like, I was just categorized as such. I think, I don't know. I, I do understand not to call women names. I, it was not, I mean, since then I have started calling all my friends ho and they love it. You can get like shadow ban. I know someone who got shadow banned on Instagram for calling her friend a ho. You're kidding. No. Oh, wow. So it's yeah. serious. It's okay. a serious thing. I think I try to like spell it differently. I'm like, ho with like a million O's. So like, I don't get in trouble. Um, okay. Yeah. You like, can't say shit anymore in this world. Maybe that's um, why I'm verified. still. (laughs) who has it against you? Somebody, somebody does. What the hell? I don't know. That's annoying. They always do weird things with the bachelor and who they decide to verify. Remember, do you, are you like an avid bachelor watcher? Did you watch like all the seasons? Do you know all the people? Not really. No. Oh, so who, yeah, there were a lot of people. Cause I always love seeing that. Cause sometimes it gives away who wins. Like Rachel wasn't verified until after. Yeah. If you think about it, um, yeah. wh- what was your relationship like with her on the show? I loved Rachel. Like I had a good relationship with her. I actually had a really good relationship with everyone. I thought, but, um, so it was just you and the new girls, basically, basically the narrative was the new girls came and yeah. then you were like kind of a bitch to them. Like, why are these new bitches here well, or hoes or whatever? Yeah. And like Brittany, I was cool with, as soon as I heard the escort thing, I was like, okay, that actually really crossed the line. So I made effort to Brittany and like befriended her. So like, you know, not everything could fit in like one hour. So when they showed the apology tour or whatever, I wasn't apologizing to Brittany. Like she was telling me like, oh, you were so nice. And I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't want to make you feel that way. But it looks like I'm apologizing, but I wasn't mean to everyone. So what was Katie's beef with you when you and Katie had like, did you and Katie have like kind of a falling out moment? Yeah, I think I didn't vibe with Katie, but I have since, you know, just because you go through this experience where you all experience it together. So I think it allows you to bond afterwards. So yeah, I've talked to Katie. We're fine. That's why even at the women tell all, like, I think both of us didn't go for each other really because we were like, we were fine with each other. Why didn't you get a hot seat? I don't know. Everyone got a hot seat almost. It was like it was such a weird women tell all because usually on the show when they do that um, after the final rose, the hot seat person is like a person that like had a lot of drama or like a lot of shit here because it was kind of a snoozy season. Like there were so many people. They put like Britney in the hot seat that like barely she, you know, had anything going on with Matt. And like and then you weren't in the hot seat and you had like kind of a lot of drama surrounding you at the beginning. So I was surprised you didn't have that moment. I don't know. Weird. Honestly, I don't know. But then again, they didn't even show Heather. And was Heather there? I think if you check the tapes, you could see. (laughs) You're like, I I, I don't want to (laughs) get. Did you you were there when she got to to the season, right? No, I wasn't. So that whole thing, it was like, Oh, Victoria is the bully. But then when the girls were mean to Heather, people were like, we understand. I'm like, what is going on? When you guys, when, when Heather got there, that's what I don't get. Again, that's so crazy. You say that when Heather got there, people were legit. Like, what are you doing here? You bitch. Like to her face, like the wildest shit I've ever seen in my life. I've never in my life, like seen people. I've seen people talk shit about behind people's backs. Like you had your funny. I mean, I think it's funny thing with Sarah where you're like, we don't know you, blah, blah, blah. but I thought but that they, was funny. hilarious. <laughs> they were like, you bitch. Like what's with it, bitch? Like, what are you doing here, bitch? 
Yeah. And no one said anything. I mean, no, they got a lot of hate because I remember I remember the girls that were saying that I think posted on social media like that they're getting a lot of hate. Oh, from that. Yeah. I but don't know. Do you think there was some weird vibe? I just feel like this season with like girls trying to be ultra bitchy to maybe like, I don't know, like why it just, it felt like too much of a theme. Like this girl's being mean to this girl. And like, I don't know if it was the editing where maybe Matt's relationships didn't have enough going on that they were showing so much cattiness, like the Britney escort thing. Isn't that interesting either? You know what I mean? It just like went on and on and on. And again, for me personally, and I'm not going to speak for her experience. If someone was like, I heard Amanda's an escort and I like was just me and I wasn't an escort. I feel like I would just be like, but I'm not an escort. That's how I've even gotten through the bullying. If people are like, oh, you're ugly. I'm like, I don't think I am. Like, because my eye was swollen and all of that. But I'm like, just everything people say, I'm like, okay, I don't think that. So I I am just that type of person where it doesn't typically affect me. Maybe it's because we're from New York. I don't know. Wait, you're from New York originally? Yeah. So I grew up in New York. So maybe that's why. I don't know. Oh, my God. Where'd you grow up in New York? Well, I grew up in Rockland. Mm. So not technically the city, but my family's all from Manhattan. So Rockland, aren't there a lot of Jews there? Yeah. No, I've been I was thinking like I'm Jewish. I don't think you know that. I don't know that. Yeah, my mom was Jewish. What do you mean was? Like she passed away. Oh, one. Yeah. But I grew up with like my dad remarried and they're still married. She's amazing. But yeah, that's something I didn't necessarily share. I'm open to sharing, but um, I, uh, I like wasn't expecting to share, but um, yeah, I mean, even growing I'm so up. Sorry, Victoria. That's that's crazy. No, you're so sweet. It's totally fine. But yeah, so I grew up with two parents, like a, half, a mom and a dad. But even with that, like you always feel kind of a loss. So my I'm 28 now. So my early 20s were a lot of like reconnecting with her and like I've truly felt her spirit and presence. So I feel like I kind of have the best of both worlds. But yeah, I am Jewish because if your mother's Jewish, you're Jewish. Right. So. But do you did because you didn't grow up with her? Did, were you not like feeling the Jewiness? Yeah, like we celebrated Hanukkah till I was maybe like five. And then we just celebrated Christmas. Mm. But yeah, I don't feel it so much. I know. And like the Bachelor doesn't have many. I feel like Jewish people come on. I feel like I don't even know if there was ever like a Jewish lead. So we don't know. We don't know. Yeah. But that's crazy that you have that kind of a story, which which your mom passed away at such a young age. Do you feel like if you stayed on for longer, were you planning on sharing it? Um, I did share it with Matt and some mm. of the girls. I just think it wasn't like a prominent story because I also didn't lead with it. Like I said, like I have other elements to me. I don't think that is who I am. It's like right. a part of me that I share, you know, deeper in relationships. Yeah. Like maybe if I had a one-on-one, they would have showed that or mm. something. Who knows? You guys. Oh my God. The following ad is like, oh my God, I just love this brand so much. So it doesn't happen a lot that I am sent a product and I don't really love it. Like, okay, you guys buy this. I'm like, you guys freaking run, run. So this is dough that's spelled D E U X. Okay. Like dough, like cookie dough, like dough. So I freaking love dessert. I love sweets. Okay. Like my friend used to make fun of me because I'd always like try different diets and like different weight loss things. But I'd always, always, always find a way to have something sweet. Like never would I be like, I just stopped eating sweet. No, always, always eat sweets. Always have something sweet some way, somehow. Dough. Okay. Makes freaking delicious enhanced cookie dough that you can eat with a spoon or you can make cookies, which I only discovered after I ate thousands of jars of just the cookie dough. Most we know cookie doughs aren't good for you. People make you feel bad for eating it. This has like ingredients 
that like would make, I don't know, just like the queen of all natural, all clean foods. I don't know if that's Courtney Kardashian. It's just like made out of amazing ingredients that you don't feel like crap. Even if you eat the whole, eat the whole jar, it's freaking crazy. It's made with things like oats, almond butter, flaxseed, and coconut sugar, and they're joy free. Oh my God, I'm getting, I'm salivating. So I love the classic chocolate chip flavor. They also have a brownie batter flavor. They have a peanut butter flavor that I freaking love too. Anyway, you guys have to check them out. You have to, have to, have to. On top of all this amazingness that it's so delicious, that it's good for you is that they enhance them with things like collagen or zinc or elderberry. Every flavor has its own little enhanced situation. So an exclusive discount for my followers is 20%, which is a lot, with the code NOTSKINNY. You have to get it at eatdo.com. So that's E-A-T-D-E-U-X.com. And the promo code is NOTSKINNY. You can also buy in person at Airwan. Uh, or Foxtrot or on the Fast AF app or easy shipping. Go to the website, eatdo.com. That's spelled D-E-U-X. And please, you know, just tell me thank you so I can say you're welcome. And that's, uh, that will be, that That will be the word, okay? Do you think, because you said something, you were like, listen, to be honest, like I didn't feel it with Matt as much. And I think it was kind of obvious watching it that you guys like hugged like. Oh my God. Like, awkward <laughs> like on an uncle like like you're hugging your like uncle morty so that was pretty obvious do you do you think other girls because it's always interesting right girls come on the show a lot will say i came on here when i heard it's you and that's not always true and i don't know if that can even be true because you don't always know who it's going to be when you apply yeah i think i said that too though like it's a good line what'd you say <laughs> Oh, I'm here for you. I'm I'm though. I if I was a bachelorette and people said that, I'd be like, really? You saw? You saw that it was me? Like, I'd be like more uh, suspicious. You should go home. (laughs) Yeah, that's weird. You saw and then came. Oh, it's a lot. It's a lot. Shocker. (laughs) Do you feel like? Could you tell? Did you have like a radar of like that bitch is here to get Instagram followers or? You know, or did you believe that? <laughs> what? Um, Sarah, no, I don't know. I don't know. I wasn't really like judging at the end of the day. Like we were all there. And I think that like it was a group of, you know, admirable women. Like I think everyone deserves the opportunity. So I didn't really look at it that way. So there was no one extra thirsty that you felt stood out for their thirstiness. Mm. No. There were Mm. certain girls I thought I thought I was going to make it further than I did. Like Mm. I thought like I had it in the bag. I was going to go further than some girls. I would. But how are you going to think you're going to go further if you weren't feeling him? Because I think that he still appreciated me. Like I think we still had like interest and I I think like if I hadn't been like a bully that his nice relationship it would have been like Katie where he like was like okay you know not feeling it but I think I would have gotten to that level do you so when you saw the final three being Michelle Brie and Rachel were you like oh that makes sense that's kind of like what it was looking like it was going to be the whole time or were you surprised did you think someone else was going to make it yeah. to the finals no okay so when I got home I uh, the way it was going I thought Brie was winning so even when I was home and people told me no Rachel won I did not believe anyone for like a month I'm like no Brie won like I think you got it wrong. Like, there's no way Rachel's winning. Like, I I just thought his and Bree's connection was strong. Like, my brain couldn't wrap around it. And then, yeah, I knew Michelle would make it pretty far. And then in hindsight, I'm like, okay, not surprised Rachel won because they did have a strong connection. But I really thought Bree was going to win. Well, yeah, Bree is like, I'm a Bree stan too. I'm like, she's gorgeous. People yeah. say that she looks like Kourtney Kardashian, and that's probably why I'm, like, into her. I agree. Like, her style really was always the best. Like, I was close with Brie in the house. And then, um, like, I've heard on podcasts her be like, oh, Victoria's behavior is unwarranted and this and this. 
And so I'm kind of like upset by that. You're upset because you felt like you were friends and she didn't like stick up for you. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry. I'm like, this is not a therapy session, but (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, so how do you feel about that, though? That it feels. No, I mean, I love Brie and I would hope that she knows that I was doing the best I could do. You know, like her and I did talk after the show and we just haven't spoken recently, but maybe I'll try to reach out to her again. Yeah, she looks like a good person, I feel like. And like you said, there is a lot of pressure. Like, not everyone's as cool as me to -hmm. be like, I don't care. And I think Victoria is really awesome. A lot of people like have to be like, no, her behavior, even if she's like, doesn't think it's a big deal. I, I would be the type of person that. And I am in my real life, if my friends do something, I'm like, oh, that's not who she really is. You know, like she was having a moment or like Mm -hmm. I like have my friends back. So I expect the same from my friends. So that's the only thing. But yes, Bree's style is amazing. She is an amazing person. So is there anyone that did prove themselves to be good friends to you after the show that like stuck up for you on podcasts or like supported you? I mean, yeah, like all the girls are amazing. Like Rachel, even Chelsea's super dope. Piper, Serena, Serena's MJ. Like I love the girls, even like Catalina, Brittany. I love. Oh, my God. There's so many names that like, I don't know. I swear there were so many girls this season. I know. See, that's why I had to stand out. Like, what would you do? It's so true, though. There were so many freaking girls. Like when they brought the second round, I was like, why? Like, let Matt also like feel it out. Let him get to know the people. Like it was like a lot. It was a lot. Yeah. Wait, so you didn't get to French him then, right? No. By the grace of God. (laughs) I actually like because I am, you know, if there's paradise and if I'm invited I Victoria, I I see you. She's there, you guys. I feel it. I Uh, feel it. But I don't know how I would like French kiss on camera. Like that for me was a little like, but maybe it's because I didn't have that vibe with him. So like, hopefully if there's someone I would meet that I don't know. Do they tell you anything about kissing? Because I remember hearing that you're not supposed to do tongue. Or am I making that up? I never heard that, but I don't know. You don't see a lot of tongue on the show. I love looking at kisses and that's how I can kind of tell if there's chemistry. So I always like look at the lips and whatever. And and I remember, I mean, you're not a watcher. Apparently. Uh, I feel a little bad. Like I know you got bullied online and people talk shit, but to to talk shit about how you kiss, like I feel like doesn't feel so good for a single guy. Dude. I feel like he like took it like a champ, like even how he posted that like Twitter thing. Like, I think that's something that's admirable about Matt is mm-hmm. like his grace with handling everything. So, you know, yeah. maybe it stung a little, but like brush it off. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So do you who would you hope if you win and if you got invited to Bachelor in Paradise? Is there anyone that you're like, hmm, I would be D. I don't know. I don't know. Honestly, really? I ha- I have to like watch Tasha's season. But we have to also have to like talk about the fact that Victoria's 28. Like she's not a spring chick. No, I'm kidding. You're so young. I'm just saying you're no, not 20. You're not Kit, right? You're not 21. Yeah. Like even though Kit had a timeline, Kit had a timeline. Yes, she was Which, serious. about She it. was serious. But she I remember I was talking to some to a comedian that was on my podcast about it. And he thought it was so funny that when Kit gave her timeline that Matt was like, yikes. Yikes. <laughs> yeah. Did it feel to you at all like Matt maybe himself wasn't ready for like actually getting married and actually having kids and, and everything like that? I genuinely don't feel like it's my place to say if someone's ready or not. But I think that he seems to be like headed in a really good direction. Like I love where the progress he is at. And I think like if he chooses it, yeah, he could do it. You know, when someone's 28 years old, like just by the the age and they say, you know, I'm ready to get married. It's more believable to me than when a 20. Not that you can't 
be ready for it when you're 23. Yeah. I'm just saying there is more believability with age comes readiness to get married. I agree, but I disagree. So like when I was 20, I literally, I think 20, I was so in love with my boyfriend, like wanted to get married and have kids. And now that I'm older and I've been through relationship stuff, I'm kind of more like, no, you have to prove yourself to me. My life is awesome. Like, why would I want you in it? So I think it, I don't know though. Maybe if I meet the right person, yeah, I'd be more ready, but it is true because I know with my single friends that are like my age, which is like thirties is Mm -hmm. like the older you get, the more like rational you get. And the more like, wait, what does he do? How much money does he make? Is he going to be a good dad? You think about all these things that when you're 20, you're like, whatever, I'm in love. So (laughs) basketball player, I'm here for it. (laughs) He's wearing a backwards hat. I'm down. (laughs) Yes. I'll die for him. I'll die. I die for him in a backwards hat. But no, so I think that I personally haven't felt like my internal clock ticking. So I'm definitely still looking for Mr. Right. But are you, would you be ready for an engagement if you found someone? Would you be ready to like yeah. get married, have kids? Um, Move. I'd be ready to get married, not immediately kids. Like I want kids. I can't wait to be a mom, especially now you know my backstory i think it's going to be like so healing and just like a really beautiful part of life but i'm having like a really fun time being single so i i would like to find a partner to enjoy my life and my friend group with me but i think i have a few more years because yeah you're like 32 or what yeah and you have a baby so i think i have a, a little bit more time you're like okay okay that's what how i always felt when i would see like people a little bit older than me. And I'd be like, okay, what's the age? Okay. Now I've literally calculated Kourtney Kardashian's every age she had a baby at to know if I'm like how my speed is going. Cause that's how lame I am. Ladies and gentlemen, she's a good example. She's a hot mom who goes, (laughs) she's goals. So what did you think when they announced the bachelorettes that there were two bachelorettes that it's Michelle and Katie, were you shocked? Were you like, what were you feeling? Were you like, where's my, where's my invitation to be a bachelorette? Yeah, I was kind of like, what, how decided this? (laughs) No, of course. I mean, I'm happy for them. I think they'll have great seasons. I'm curious to see Katie's season, you know, like the fact that she came in with a dildo and ended up bachelorette is pretty impressive. (laughs) Yeah. So that there's that. And then Michelle was like adorable on camera. So. Wait, what did you say to Katie? Now I'm getting a flashback. You did. You did dildo shame her. You said something about the dildo. You were like, yeah. And you came in with like a dildo, right? I, I I love dildos like sex positive over here. But I I thought that was a surprising way to come in because I also hadn't seen it. Like when I saw it and the way she did it was playful and funny. But I didn't know that. I was just like, wait, what? It is really funny to me, but I mean, the dildo stuff aside, I think Bachelor Nation fans really look for someone to hate, which you may have gotten that a little bit and someone to love. Right. So I think like, so me and my friend that do recaps of the Bachelor a lot of the times, we always talk about Tyler C, which, you know, Matt's roommate. We always talk about how he got so much love uh, from the show. And we talked about it. That I love that you hated him because I just love the unpopular. Oh, yours, you know, everything, Victoria. <laughs> I did some homework before I came on. <laughs> you did. But um, no, I love that just because it's like. Like, who is he that's so special? So that's what my comedian friend Jared Fried said. He was like, Tyler C got the edit of God. What happened to him is that he went on the show. He got dumped by Hannah Brown. And she wouldn't have sex with him. And then he he so he got to leave being the one that was dumped, the hot guy that was dumped and the one that like, you know, got turned turned away from like the sex. So he says, Jared Fried says, like, everyone's like, oh, my God, Hannah B said she wouldn't have sex with you. And you just were like, OK, cool. Like and then he got the best edit ever. People thought he was God. Gigi Hadid dated him, whatever. So what I'm saying is they people. We love Gigi. People look for someone to love. So I feel like with Katie, all of a sudden I'm like, wait, why are we thinking she's like, 
God's gift to earth. And then I'm like, oh, because she like stood up for some for Sarah or something happened that people were like, oh, my God, Katie. Right. Yeah, I think um, like she initially had that moment with Sarah where they bonded over their dads and stuff. And, you know, like I think that is part of the show, too, is like when you are vulnerable, you're open to more love and. I personally just didn't choose to go that route. I don't know. I was just having more fun with it. But yeah, like you said, like they pick someone to hate, someone to love. So it's just, it's, it doesn't mean anything. And I think like what helped me too is um, like, I was getting a lot of love. Like there were a lot of fans that are like queen, this and this. My dad actually was like, stop getting so high. Cause that's when you're like crashing low. So I just kind of stay plateau and I'm like grateful when people are like queen this and this, but I'm still like, no, I'm me. I'm Victoria. Like there's no excitement either way. So I think like stability has really like, it made me not feel the hate either because I'm not, it's like blocked. Really? You managed to, because I, first of all, I, when I post about you, like I said, 99% it was positive. Yeah, I don't I didn't get any backlash of people being like, but she's a bully. So, I mean, yeah, we can put her in perspective. I don't think people were like, you know, protesting against you. But I do know that there was some hate. people did talk about your eye. So what was going? Let's just address the things. What was going on with the eye? I had a sty and it was swollen and then my whole face was swollen and like you're not supposed to wear makeup. So they go away. So like I looked like shit. I can't believe that happened to you. You poor baby. So awful. You got a sigh on The Bachelor. Can you believe? I cannot oh believe. But can you believe how I felt like when it was happening? I like felt it and I was like, <gasps> but why didn't you not give a shit? And you were like, whatever, I'm going to put on makeup anyway. I didn't want it to like get worse. Like I was trying to let it like get better. I mean, now in retrospect, I probably should put on like some face makeup or something. <laughs> Wait, and what do you know but, that I'm so bad? Like my mom used to say to me when I was younger, like, don't wear this color bra. I know that everyone was going off on you, but like, I didn't really pay attention to the bra stuff. Yeah. And I do want to address that just because that's another thing where it's like, I'm 34 double D's. Yeah. I can see the boobies today. They are looking good. <laughs> But like, I'm self-conscious. Like I've had asshole guys be like, oh, your boobs aren't perky enough or this or this. So if everyone's all like, let's support women, but you're like, oh, her bra's showing it's that's not support. Like if my bra was showing because I'm self-conscious about my boobs, I don't like you have big boobs. Get over so you it. Exactly. Like, so why you are you couldn't be wearing those dresses with like out a bra or something? Yeah. And I mean, now I probably am going to get I've always wanted like a lift or something and I was going to wait till after kids, but I think I'm going to end up getting something now. Cause it's like, that was brutal where it's like, I can't wear certain things without a bra. Like I do have big boobs and you know, all these people were talking shit about size inclusivity and blah, blah, blah. But then you're like bashing someone who has a bigger body. So like, how is that? What were you hearing body stuff? Because that would shake me. Like if, First of all, you are not like, you know, like uh, it's the same way like when Kate Winslet, the Titanic came out or whatever her movies and they were like, oh, my God, like not models. So you're not the example of like, oh, they brought on a size, you know, 14. Right. Were you feeling body shamed? Not while filming. No, but like, no, for after. Example, the wedding photo shoot thing where my bra was showing that was the same night I had the conversation with Matt being like, you know, I'm self-conscious getting dressed because I am aware that my boobs are going to be out in this or this. Like I have to think a different way than some of these girls who aren't as like curvier as me. Um, so as I shared all that, yeah, like people were body shaming me for the bra showing or saying my body doesn't look so good and all of this, like that was crazy. But again, it's like, I love my body. I'm we're all in like a learning, growing, constantly experience. So, you know, like I go through phases. Would you be allowed to tweet like 
Because I'm thinking, like, let's say this whole bra show was going on. Like I said, I personally didn't care. Like, I didn't even notice that. Yeah. But I did see it going around. If you tweeted, were, would you be technically allowed to tweet, let's say, like, fuck all you bitches, calling out my bra. I'm a 34 double fucking D. Those were the bras that I had to hold up my boobs in these dresses. Like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Yeah. Would you? I feel like people would shut the fuck up. Like, I feel like they would get it. Would you are you not allowed to talk about things when the show like would you could you do that? I feel like I chose not to because I think like opportunities like this are more like not educational, but like people listen more to this. Like if I'm going to go back forth on my keypad all day, why the fuck would I use my own energy that way? Like, I really don't care to like get in a Twitter war or to explain myself on Twitter. Like I personally, I don't care. Like I don't use Twitter, so But yeah, I could have done like Instagram story or something, but I feel like this is a better opportunity to address things. So I was more so like saving my voice for a more valuable avenue. Yeah, you didn't. You really didn't because I would, you know, look at your Instagram and you. Oh, you did do. Wait, let's just talk about that one moment. (laughs) There is that one thing. There is that fucking day that Matt James, Tyler and fucking don't know who that dude was. Um, they were playing golf and it sounded like the dude, the unnamed dude was like body. Sh- I think he was like, how was Victoria's body or something? something. You know? Yeah. Something like that. It was weird. It was yeah. a weird, it was a weird thing. And then you did clap back, right? Yeah. I mean, definitely. I love a good meme that uh, like a picture is worth a thousand words. So a meme must be worth like 2000. <laughs> what did you, what did you post to remind us? I posted like a guy, an attractive guy sitting on a couch, evaluating a bunch of models. And it was like, her nose is too big. Oh my God. Yes. First of all, I, I know that meme and I love it. And that's, yeah. I'm the guy. I'm, I'm and usually actually, the guy. Brittany sent me that meme. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to throw this up on my wall right now because yeah, like on my wall. You're talking Facebook language, Victoria. <laughs> <laughs> Victoria. On my feed, I don't know. On my feed, on my. Oh, you put it on your feed, not just your story. Yeah, I think All I like right. archived it now because I ran into one of the guys and like he apologized and apparently someone was offended. I posted that and I was like, oh, I wasn't meaning to be offensive. I was just saying, like, who are you? Oh, now you're like shaming the guy that shamed. Yeah. yeah. And then he was like, I only shamed her because her behavior was bullying. And I'm like, oh, God, I'm not even giving this another. Yeah. You're so. Yeah. So boring. So first of all, it is inspiring that you that's one session with Serena Kerrigan and look at you. (laughs) Confidence queen. No, because a lot of people I mean, you are you do seem to be as unbothered as one could be from, you know, what a toxic fandom can probably feel like. I mean, I prayed a lot and like, it was hard and like, I had moments with myself and I would just ask, you know, God and my higher power, like, what is the lesson here? Like, why is this happening? And I did feel like it was a growing experience. Like I'm never going to talk shit about people. If I don't know. On camera. On camera. (laughs) Ever. I'm not, I'm going to look like a really good person on camera next time. <laughs> Lesson learned. Victoria, I, I, I want to thank you because I, it's not worth the wrath that you got, but I swear to God, there wasn't one enjoyable moment for me this season that didn't have you in it. Oh, thank you. Yeah. That's so sweet to say. And it's true. If you guys, all of you listening, don't admit it to yourselves. Like, you know, there wasn't a lot of humor. There weren't a lot. They showed like bloopers and the bloopers weren't funny. I mean, there wasn't a lot of like, and so I'm not saying you, the bachelor needs to be funny, but we also didn't have a lot because you were saying you didn't have physical chemistry with Matt. Um, even though the other girls, the finalists might've had it, we didn't as the audience feel that as much for some reason it didn't, it didn't come across. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think maybe, maybe because it was his first time. I don't know. Cause like I said, like being on camera kissing was, I don't know, just 
filming is amazing. Like you forget the cameras are there, but only like kissing, I would be like, oh God. Or like <laughs> you would have to be wasted. Or attracted to the person. <laughs> <laughs> or attracted to the person. So I'm keeping my fingers crossed that you are like my hunch is telling me gonna be on, you know, Bachelor in Paradise. Thank you so much for coming on, Victoria. I adore you. And everyone go follow her. I feel like we need to get your Instagram game game. Popping. Up. Yeah. Get her Instagram game up. She's calling her stories, her wall. She's still on Facebook <laughs> for some reason. So Victoria Larson, everybody go check her out. Thank you, Victoria, for coming Thank on. You, Amanda, you're an angel. You're a queen. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Not Skinny But Not Fat. Follow me on Instagram at Not Skinny But Not Fat. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any episodes. Rate the podcast that you love so much on Apple Podcasts and write a little review. If you tell me you did, I'll give you a big virtual smoocheroo. Thank you guys so much for listening and I'll see you next Tuesday.